Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. My name's Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Absolutely. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. And today is going to be special. Yeah, a different type of guest today for sure. I'm excited to have Heather Hovermail on. Um, Who is she? Yeah, exactly. Do you know who Heather Hovermail is? No. Okay, so um, so a little convoluted story of how I come I came across Heather um, actually on social media. I was okay. researching, you know, how we talk about the local events right. um, for the podcast. Right. So I saw an event um, that was last week um, with um, it was at Winchester Brew Works. I talked about it on last week's episode. So anyway, so I went to this um, and it was sponsored by Heather Hovermail. So Heather okay. is the acting Commonwealth's attorney for Winchester, the city of Winchester right now. So okay. she took over um, in the interim for Mark Abrams when he retired. Got it. Okay. So, so Commonwealth attorney. Yeah. We're going to learn a little bit well yeah. about what that is. It's, we're going to be on like Law & Order today okay. <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> yeah. So we're, she's going to be our guest today. Um, we're going to learn a little bit about the position she is you know, currently acting in, and then she's running for the position yep. um, this fall. Yep. So awesome. Should be interesting, and we'll learn learn about what she does for the city and what 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 her uh, you know team provides. I'm ready for it. Yeah. So let's check it out. You guys keep listening, and here's Heather. We are here with Heather Hovermill. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? It's so awesome to have you. You know, this is a very um, interesting conversation we're going to have. It's going to stretch Nikki and, and, yeah. I, and mine, uh, just our expertise a here. Different you know, we're type going, of guests for us, for going sure. Going into mm-hmm. a field here we have know nothing about. <laughs> well, so we're excited to have you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yes. thanks for coming. So before we get into what you do for a living, give us a little bit of a background of who you are, where you came from. How did you come to Winchester? Well, I'm originally from the middle of West Virginia, so um, up in the hills. Oh, wow. And uh, I went to law school at WVU, where okay. I met my husband, okay. who's also a lawyer, but oh, okay. uh, he's in the Air Force. And he is from Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, which is just over the border. Mm-hmm. And his mom's family's from here in Winchester. Okay. And she relocated back to Winchester, and we came too. Awesome. Nice. So what year did you move into town? Oh, see, I started working at the Commonwealth Attorney's Office in 2012, but I didn't move here until 2014. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you actually commuted, I guess? From, from Berkeley Springs? From Shepherdstown. Shepherdstown. Wow. Yeah, we lived in Shepherdstown. His mom and his dad's family is in Berkeley Springs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so and we worked in Martinsburg okay. at that time. We both worked for big law firms. Yeah. And, yeah. What drew you into the law practicing field what's appealing about it so I wanted to be a lawyer from the time I was in second grade Mm -hmm. so my mom kept this uh, log of you know what you want to be when you grow up and it was a singer in uh, kindergarten and I can't sing Um, (laughs) a nurse a nurse in first grade and I don't know in second grade it turned into a lawyer and that's what it was and it stayed that yeah the rest of the years wow I guess I made up my mind Uh uh-huh so but, but, you know, you stay in this profession to help people mm-hmm. and yeah. 
particularly as a Commonwealth attorney, because you have this opportunity and you're walking people through some really hard times in their lives and you're able there to help them through that and to find justice. And, and now in the, in the last few years, we've been working really hard towards treatment and mm-hmm. helping people who Good. have addictions to be able to uh, be in recovery sure. and to, and we're now a brand new, we're working on a mental health court. So I'm really excited about Neat. that. And that's amazing. Neat. Yeah. So yeah, you're definitely needed. Acting Commonwealth attorney. That's right. Here. Walk us through your career path that led you to this point. And I know that we can talk about what these next couple months mean for you as well, but walk us through kind of what led you to how you were acting Commonwealth yeah. attorney. Yeah. So, um, right out of law school, I worked for a federal judge and as a clerk. Mm-hmm. So I got to see both civil and criminal side of of the law. Mm-hmm. And I knew then I was interested in criminal law because I like people. I mm-hmm. like getting down to people's problems and figuring out uh, what we can do to, to solve those problems. And then I did work for the law firm for a while um, just because that's where the jobs were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then came to Winchester and I interviewed with the Honorable Alex Iden, who um, graciously offered me a job and from then I was hooked and hmm. uh, haven't haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And so I know that there was a previous Commonwealth attorney that was here for a long time. You worked with him and then this past summer he retired. Yeah. Walk us through what that looked like for you and how that whole that whole trans how that transpired to kind of propel you into this potential new position that you're running for. Yeah, sure. So I worked for Mark Abrams, Mm -hmm. and he was the elected Commonwealth attorney for the past six years, and he filled the last two of Alex Iden's when he took the bench. And so I had the great honor of being his deputy Commonwealth attorney, and I say that with all sincerity because he's one of the best people I've ever met. Awesome. Yeah, he's an incredible person. He really... um, he loves people. He is the epitome of integrity. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's worked with him will, will tell you this. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. So I was just so blessed to get to work with him and learn from him. Um, he had a mental health background, too. Right? Mm-hmm. He was a mental oh, health really? professional before he became a Commonwealth attorney. Oh, my goodness. Right. And so uh, just uh, learned so much from him mm-hmm. and to to figure out what is justice. Mm-hmm. And that's really what he was about, it is about. Mm-hmm. And it was just figuring out how to balance a, a victim's rights with the community's safety and with trying to put people who have committed crimes back on a path where they can be productive citizens. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had really a full, I definitely don't have a full understanding of your position and you know I guess I just think of you know prosecuting crimes I'm not thinking of the ways that you know in addition to that you know the other services that that you provide the community and that you're bringing to the community so it's really interesting to learn about that yeah we like the holistic approach you know yeah there there are some people who do need to be incarcerated there are some people who just aren't safe to be amongst us and Mm -hmm. of course Mm -hmm. we do prosecute them and, and try to keep the community safe but there are a lot of people who just make bad decisions Mm -hmm. and who just need help Mm -hmm. yeah so taking them from just a a place of where they're in front of you you know being in a courtroom to a rehabilitation process right what do you see when the the community of winchester providing for people who are in that position i feel like winchester is one of the best communities in virginia for that so that we have inpatient and outpatient treatment available we have um, Northwestern providing mental health services. Mm-hmm. We have the, um, the 
the coalition who is providing them support for the drug court. We have just regular citizens who are willing to be mentors. Mm -hmm. We have just a, a great community of people who are willing to accept each other, mm -hmm. you know, all of our faults included. Mm -hmm. So walk us through again, because Nikki and I, again, we're very novices in this. Mm -hmm. What what specifically would you say is the defining kind of role of what the Commonwealth Attorney does? So if I'm going to come see you in court, it's probably not a good thing. So what's, <laughs> what's the process that typically goes through that, that you get involved into somebody's life? Well, first and foremost, we seek justice. Mm -hmm. And that's the calling of the Commonwealth Attorney. So it's not to seek wins. Mm -hmm. It's not to, you know, notches. Mm -hmm. But we... I mean, we get involved from the very beginning. If we have a serious case, we may go on scene. The police call us. Mm -hmm. um, we get calls in the middle of the night sometimes. Really? Yeah, for uh, legal advice, charging decisions. Sure. Hmm. And uh, from from there, we work closely with the detectives um, in make gathering of the evidence that needs to be um, used in order to prosecute the case. Mm -hmm. And then we you know we go to court. Mm -hmm. We advocate for the victims and mm -hmm. for the safety of the commonwealth but again like i mentioned before sometimes that's working with the defense attorney to figure out what programs the defendant mm -hmm. needs particularly in juvenile domestic relations court mm -hmm. uh, we work with the defense to try to make sure that the kids um, are rehabilitated mm -hmm. because obviously we want productive citizens yeah right yeah. yeah and i can't i gotta imagine that it's not just a singular person's job what is what is yeah, your team? It's got to be yeah. a huge look team. like. I have mm -hmm. the best team, and some people ask, you know, how overwhelming is it to now be in, in you know, the acting commonwealth yeah. attorney? I was like, yeah. you know, if I start to feel overwhelmed, I think about what a great team I inherited, mm -hmm. because that's exactly what we are. There's 20 of us. Mm -hmm. um, we have nine attorneys' positions, but one is we're getting ready to fill it from, okay. from where Mark retired, mm -hmm. and then uh, we have support staff and victim witness advocates. Hmm. That's awesome. And are yeah. the, those are mental health professionals of some kind, or the victim witness? No, mm -hmm. no. they are um, they're professionals, but they're mm -hmm. not um, trained in mental health. But okay, they, they are there to help the victims walk through the process. I see. Okay, so they help also with collecting of restitution. So if there's been a financial crime or mm -hmm. if there's been injuries, okay. they help them um, get to other services that they might need, mm -hmm. like with the Laurel Center, or um, help them to seek other help that's available to them got it okay interesting so when you are in court on a regular basis like what does a typical day in the life of commonwealth attorney look like <laughs> there is no typical day okay. <laughs> um, but we do we do spend a lot of time in court i would say we're in court two to three days a week but we also spend time preparing for cases meeting with witnesses um, doing legal research we uh, spend time in the community uh, we like I said we work very closely with the police department and investigations mm -hmm. we we uh, are on I'm on a lot of different committees mm -hmm. um, like I said we're instituting the mental health court the drug court there's uh, meetings with um, we're trying to work with any gun violence mm -hmm. pre preventative mm -hmm. I, I like to say that I'm happy that, that Winchester is a safe place to live mm -hmm. and to raise your family and we're just making sure we keep it that way that's mm -hmm. neat that you're saying that I mean yeah. I wanted to kind of ask that kind of a question without mm -hmm. pro providing kind of scary information to all of our listeners out <laughs> yeah. there so yeah. in your opinion as you have been in different court systems and here in Winchester now how do you kind of rank our community 
as far as just the the place to live and the the lifestyle that we have here? Well, first of all, I think that Winchester is the perfect size because obviously you're going to have crime in any community, mm-hmm. but you get really big and you're going to have more crime. And then you, I like to think that it's big enough to provide opportunities to people. There's employment here. There's uh, and, and there you see people you know, but you don't know everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think that it's just a, a great place to be. And as far as uh, ranking, I don't I don't know who you'd be what you're comparing it to, but I will say that I've. I personally feel that Winchester is a very safe place to yeah. raise your family, which is why I've stuck. Here you are. <laughs> Here yeah. I am. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, you still see the behind-the-scenes things that not everybody in our town sees. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of get a little bit of the dirt, and you you're, you might go home and be like, scratching your head, do I, you know, wow, how do I cope with this kind of place? What do you do to unwind yeah, really? at the end of the day <laughs> when all you might be drenched with is all your research and documentation and paperwork? and mm-hmm. seeing the bad guys in court or whatever it might be. What do you do to mentally check out and sure. get away? Well, spend time with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to exercise. I Right now, I'm into Orange Theory. I've oh, been yeah? doing Orange Theory for yep. a few years since it opened here uh-huh. in Winchester. Nice. That's, that's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, and then being outside, um, the one of the places I like to go is close to my home, and it's um, the wetland. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. It's great. Yeah, we talked... Off, off script about um, one of the hidden gems. I might have told her about our shit. In Winchester. Sneak peek of our questions. Yeah, no, and that just, um, you know, you just, you have to be able to compartmentalize. Like yeah. You, you yes. can't dwell on, yeah. on everything that's bad, but mm-hmm. you have to make sure you recharge that way that you can be there and be uh-huh. present. And, and you I'm do sure. have a family, right? I do. So yeah. kids, how many? I have one. Okay. She just turned three. One three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. I can't believe it's a th- mom of a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you can relate? I can relate, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, so I actually met Heather last week at her event at Winchester Brew Works, and huh? I, at the last minute, had to bring my daughter. So... Um, yeah, so I, she she saw a two and a half year old in her prime behavior. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? It's a family friendly place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a fun event. Yeah. So I was oh, glad I was you. able I was, to go. I'm glad you came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's we awesome. Well, talk us through what this next couple of months in your life is going to look like. Because yeah. what we haven't touched on yet is the position of Commonwealth Attorney is a voted in position. It is. Right? When you came to work there, it was not, correct? Like you. you you, I was hired. You were hired. Yes, directly. And and then when Mark Abrams retired, you are now the interim That's Commonwealth right. Attorney, mm-hmm. right? By, by code. By code. Mm-hmm. So then coming in November, there's going to be a voting. Yeah. That's going to happen. What is what does that mean for you and kind of talk us through what the voters can look for and anticipate and learn from you? Well, sure. So Right now, we're spending our time getting to know as many people as we can Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and establish relationships that we didn't have before. Uh, Obviously, we have some, but um, me and my campaign committee, we're trying to get out there and see what changes people would like to see in the office and any concerns they might have and just build rapport because it's so Mm -hmm. important that the citizens of Winchester know that the Commonwealth attorney has their back. Yeah. Um, or even know that there is a you know something that they can become involved in or right. you know, make their voice heard. I mean, you know, yeah. because again, you know, I think sometimes we think of elections, we think of, you know, 
some some elections, but maybe this is one where it's just not in your forefront of like items. yeah, this exactly. City, yeah, this is Winchester, right? Well, yeah, but it's community. important if you're a city resident that you that you're that you know what's going on. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I have been going um, door to door, and most people say, "Why are you going door to door? Aren't you running unopposed?" And I am, so uh-huh. there, there's no competition. <laughs> but still, you gotta but get still, your name out there. You you do, and and you just want to hear back. You want to hear what people have to say. So mm-hmm. we're yep. still campaigning, and sure. we're enjoying. We're having a good time doing yep. it. But uh, in October, we're going to be taking a, a step back because I've got two murder trials in October. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's so timing. Right. I, I got to hear just a little bit without revealing information. I mean, what what goes on in a murder trial? Because that is a lot. That is more <laughs> intense than just yeah. a, a basic, you know, drug infraction or something that might be going sure. on. Sure. And I just want to say we don't have a lot of murders in Winchester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have. A backlog because of covid and right. so you know one of these murders happened in 2018 at the end of 2018 and mm-hmm. then and then another one was in 2020 so it's not like this is a regular occurrence mm-hmm. yeah. but they just happen to be scheduled both in this in october mm-hmm. and so we put a lot of work into a murder trial um we put a lot of work into all of our trials and all of our cases but more so in the murders because mm-hmm. obviously it is a very serious crime and we're working with the families and trying to help them through the process. And then there are um, quite a few witnesses uh-huh. in, in both of these cases. So, the, of course, you're going to prepare them for their testimony and mm-hmm. then, of course, present the, the evidence to the best that we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of our listeners probably watch television. They, they see the crime shows on TV. You know, give us... Little taste. What are the similarities of what TV presents, and what are the yeah. just complete differences that are just like complete? Or fiction? some yeah, this the thing you see on TV that drives you crazy yeah. as a lawyer. Oh, I know. So <laughs> there, there's more than one. I'm so, sure. So one of the questions we ask in voir dire, which is um, the the selection of a jury, mm-hmm. that's what the voir dire is. And one of the questions we ask is. Has anybody seen CSI? <laughs> and does okay. anybody believe CSI is real life or how it's expected <laughs> to work? We don't solve cases in a half an hour. We don't. Right. Um, the DNA and, doesn't come back in three hours. And there's not always DNA. DNA. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of times there's not DNA, mm-hmm. even if we send things off. Mm-hmm. And My biggest one is like where they, yeah. they get an image and they say, okay, zoom in on this. Yeah. And then they like clarify. <laughs> and they zoom perfect. in again and then clarify. And, and then like, there's a mirror image that you right. can see in the reflection Looking of their eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Come on, people. Right. That's just as bad as our HGTV thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, in being in medicine too, you know, over the years watching TV, medical shows, you're like, yeah. uh, okay. Television glamorized. Inaccurate. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's All right, so that, that's some of the differences. But what are some of the similarities that, that you'll see in, in shows, um, if you watch any? <laughs> yeah, well, so the trial type shows, like the um, To Kill a Mockingbird, things like that, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see an attorney is advocating mm-hmm. you, what you won't see is that there are rules that you're supposed to do you have to abide by so you right. can't make certain arguments you can't not all the evidence gets to come in you mm-hmm. can't have aha moments because you've actually already disclosed all of the evidence that you're going to be presenting yeah. so they're not going to be surprised by what you're asking mm-hmm. but the general posture of of what an argument looks like is the same on tv as it is in real life mm-hmm. but it's just the content stuff. I mean, you're not going to yeah. get like Tom Cruise extracting some confession from Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson saying, you can't handle the truth. I mean, <laughs> right, that, I mean exactly. yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's not real life. It made for a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this is amazing. Thank you for being here mm-hmm. and you're educating us 
immensely. So that's incredible. And I love learning all about the stuff that I know nothing yeah, about. Yeah, so exactly. I could talk about it all day. I know. I'm sure <laughs> right. you could. Yep. You know, but we do have the five iconic questions oh, okay. that it sounds like you got a little hint and taste <laughs> of what they are. So that's good. Thank you. It means you're listening and you're paying attention. <laughs> but we have five of them. Okay. So no pressure, but just whatever comes in the top of your head. Okay. Number, number one. Number one. What is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Cafe del Sol. Oh, nice. that is one of mine too. Oh yeah, yeah, I do like. They have great salads. In fact, I think I'm going to order for dinner. Nice. <laughs> and I love it because they will deliver. And, oh, yeah. And, you, and they will deliver not to my certain specialty drinks as well. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, do they really? Oh, they do. <laughs> and my amazing. wife will ask for that. <laughs> so yes, they, they do have good drinks. Absolutely <laughs> funny. Cafe del Sol. There you go. Yeah. Put it out there. You mentioned that you like the wetlands, but what do you, what is something that you love about your neighborhood? Well, the, yeah, so that is the so I I live close to the wetlands. And I love going for walks back there, and I mm-hmm. also love our our next door neighbors. We have really great neighbors, and my neighborhood has, is a community of people who have been there for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have been there twenty plus years. Right. So it's um, they're great people. Having yeah. good neighbors is yeah. I mean, there's nothing that beats that. It's a top mm-hmm. reason why you wouldn't move. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Question number three. You kind of touched on this, yeah. but give us a little recap. Why is Winchester a great place to live? Oh yeah. Well, so it's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. Not too big. Not too small. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, friendly people. Yeah. And yeah. So. And like I said, you see people that you know. Yeah, and I can um, I can say this as somebody who chose Winchester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, no, I wasn't born and raised here, but yeah. I picked it because mm-hmm. I, I think it's just right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Where do you like to meet new friends in Winchester or spend time with your friends in Winchester? Yeah, we like uh, James Charles. So that's right outside of the city limits. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, of course, we like the Brew Works. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do stuff with Rotary, um, mm-hmm. our Rotary Club. So we're always doing different types of fundraisers and um, community support things. And I, I actually really love Rotary. Nice. Yes. So, yeah. Good. Awesome. And then last but not least, question number five. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Well, that was my wetland. That, that's go. what I was saying. It does yeah. it, but that counts. <laughs> you yeah. can say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for being here. So, give us a quick snapshot of how listeners can either connect with you, or contact you, or help you help volunteer with you, or donate. Tell us. Yeah. So, where to two, go. two different things. So, as far as my campaign goes, I have a website, and it's easy: www.heatherhovermail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my email is heatherhovermail@gmail.com. So that's for campaign type stuff Mm -hmm. or even ideas about the office. But you can also contact me in my official capacity if you have issues. If you're a victim of a crime, we probably are contacting you. But if you want to get in touch with me or if you have any ideas about how you would like to see a case handled, you can contact me there at the yeah. Council Attorney's Office. Thanks for being nice. so open and available. Yeah, that's, we appreciate that's it. That's great. We love having you. And and hopefully our listeners will go check you out and go yeah. vote. And, and just, again, thanks for being here because you're educating us in a world that is yeah. new mm-hmm. and impressive, but it also shows our community is a really tight-knit community. So having you a part of it. Thank you. Thank you so much it. for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. That was awesome from Heather. Yeah, I thought that was really informative. Mm -hmm. Informative. I learned something. Nikki, Mm -hmm. did you learn anything? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I you know, I think it's just the um, 
I didn't realize all the things other than just legal proceedings. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, um, rehabilitation aspects and I, you know, I guess I just don't think of a lawyer as being like involved. I yeah. mean, they do work with yeah. people, but I guess I just never thought about it that way. Right. You, know? you think of like a, an attorney or a commonwealth attorney or mm-hmm. a district attorney or whatever you're like, they're just going after bad guys mm-hmm. and you know how are they helping the community yeah. and here you, you hear her passion mm-hmm. you hear kind of her story yeah. you hear how she likes winchester yep. and how she cares about winchester mm-hmm. and i love her saying it's a safe place because mm-hmm. that's that's my biggest fear is to say oh man she sees all the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff of winchester all the dirt yeah. and she's like run for the hills no, no she definitely here. didn't give that <laughs> give that impression for sure yeah yeah no that was really really informative and yeah just honestly like you said you could really tell that she's passionate about the the career path she's chosen and she loves winchester and so it's a perfect combination to be running for this position so yep so we wish her success let me tell you i'm excited i mean this is we're still not even episode 10 and here we're getting into the the really weeds of i mean it's not quite political but we're in a vote yeah and we're getting into the 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 nuts and bolts of our town yeah i love that that you know yes real estate you know but it's like it's community that we want to be the you know the primary focus yeah. of the and podcast to, so. and to teach us about the community it's mm-hmm. great yeah you know for and, sure and so we haven't talked much about real estate this episode yeah not at all <laughs> but you know one of our new segments we want to promote and it's not going to be every single time but it is going to be a market snapshot. Sure. This is going to yes. be a Winchester and Frederick County market snapshot mm-hmm. for the real estate world. And I got to tell you, I mean, everybody knows that the market is hot. Mm-hmm. You know, we Dave Spence said that. Marlon Beitzel has said that. Mm-hmm. William Orth, the appraiser, has said that. You know, you go down the list of who we talk about, and yeah. this is a seller's mm-hmm. market. People are busy if they're in real estate. <laughs> Absolutely. So here are the numbers to show mm-hmm. where we are. Okay. From January of this year to present, mm-hmm. the average list price of our area is 339900 mm-hmm. 339 is the average list price. Okay. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And the average sold price is 354 Wow. Yeah. Above mm-hmm. listing price mm-hmm. for this year. Yeah. We are selling more than what people are asking for. Yeah. I've, I mean, just in the last couple of weeks, you know, working with you and doing some comps for yep. some clients and things, when I look at, you know, the last six months and just seeing the numbers and what things actually sold for. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive the, the numbers that are coming in. Yeah. Um, especially in those, you know, that second quarter of the year, it seemed like that was. That was the yep. kind of the biggest discrepancy between the list jump. and the sold price. Yeah, but and so and that is going to be a way to look at comps, like you're saying, uh-huh. is to judge. Okay, how how well are things selling, mm-hmm. either above or below list price? Right. Are the sellers accurately listing their house? Mm-hmm. And and I do believe that there is a little bit of a, a not lull, but just a slowdown mm-hmm. here in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it since July, really, in yeah. my opinion. That I think a lot of sellers have been hearing the the, the rumblings of the market and mm-hmm. say, "Oh man, my house is going to sell. I'm ready. I'm not sure if I'm ready to sell, but let's test the waters." Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they're maybe overpricing, and yeah. the buyers are getting smarter. I think, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm seeing that too. Where it's a, you know, the people um, are or like oh look what happened in the springtime yes. let me try that my and neighbor then, sold their house yes. for what i thought probably was 50 grand too high yeah and i'm going to just test the waters uh-huh. buyers are catching on yes. So things aren't selling as quick uh-huh. there's a little 
less of the multiple offers happening. However, right. I just had a buyer just this past week, a couple of days ago, lose out on a on a bid where there's multiple offers. They asked my buyers asked over listing price mm-hmm. and they didn't get it. And cash and too. And cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's still hot. Yeah, exactly. Here's the other stat. The average days on market for these houses is 16. That's, that's a little interesting. It's a little misleading. I mean, an average, you think of the cumulative. So it kind of goes to tell you things are selling quickly, but still have some reasonable expectations. Yeah. I mean, don't you think, though, that's probably skewed to, you know, maybe earlier some, in the year, earlier in the year, but yeah. also, um, you know, depending on the price point, some houses, even in mm-hmm. even in a hot market, if the price point is higher, they're still going to probably have a longer yeah. days on the market. Absolutely. So. But still, 16 is not normal. Right. You know, yeah. that, that's still really quick. Yes. So let's go back a year. Roll okay. back the clocks to the exact same report okay. from January of 2020 to this time. Mm-hmm. The yeah. average list price then was 298 So that... Instead of three thirty nine, yeah, it's big. down under three. Wow, two ninety eight was the list price, mm-hmm. and the average sold price was three oh eight. Now, are you surprised that it's still higher? That's a big spike. You know, then the you know what I mean, like that the sold from the like, list price to sold price, yeah. it was still a good market. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, it was even with COVID. Okay, and that's what shocked. That's true. That's, that's what shocked a lot of, of people. It was shocking that, mm-hmm. that in the onset of COVID, mm-hmm. there were buyers coming out of the woodworks and they were not truly fearful of going and looking at houses and buying houses and that was the beginning of the shortage right um i think as covid has set in there is then a reality of this is our new normal Mm -hmm. and certain sellers who weren't listing their houses are now starting to list their houses realizing okay what are the protocols what are the procedures of how to deal with covid Mm mm-hmm Buyers are still out there. So yeah, last year was a very good market as well. Yeah. But the spring just ramped it up dramatically. Crazy. So that's a 15% increase, uh-huh. guys. And yeah. the average days on market last year was 47. So average of 47 days on market last year. This year, 16. To 16. That's a big jump. That's, yeah. So that's a snapshot of, of our it's local really area. It's really interesting. You know, and, and people keep hype, you know, giving their hypothetical what ifs you know is the market going to crash or mm-hmm. you know what can we look out for and why is all this happening you know i've heard some agents share that well all the northern virginia people are coming out here and mm-hmm. that's that's true i met somebody just this past weekend where they they moved into town recently back mm-hmm. in the spring and they were living in northern virginia and they came because of lifestyle mm-hmm. because of convenience because of uh, their their job status allows them to work from home. Yeah, and and it's possible, and so it's a better lifestyle out here. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's that mentality, and so you never know when is that going to change. Mm-hmm. But I feel that our area, Winchester, Virginia, is going to continue to grow and prosper because of that. Because mm-hmm. of Northern Virginia people coming in, mm-hmm. we're not seeing many people leave Winchester. Right, and yeah. so that continues the supply and demand shortage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where maybe Northern Virginia. If a lot of people are leaving, there's going to be more listings and there is going to be a potential slowdown in Northern Virginia before you get to Winchester. Interesting. Just my own personal Mark Francis opinion. Mm-hmm. So you can keep keep a lookout for yeah, that. And, and a year from now, we'll see if I'm right. Yeah. But yeah. I really feel that Winchester is going to stay hot yeah. for a good long time. It's, it certainly seems that way. That's been the trend. So that's our market snapshot. Yeah, And uh, we can't hit that every week because in, 
the numbers won't change. Right. <laughs> but give us a couple yeah. more months and we'll but give you a quick update. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So what are the local things happening? Yeah, so I was um, looking um, online, trying to find some things to talk about. And um, there's a fundraiser for um, Froggy's Closet that's coming up. It's their eighth annual Abnormal Formal. And it is on Saturday, September 11th at Piccadilly Public House. So you can get tickets on eventbrite.com. So that's their that's their big fundraiser of cool. the year. Um, yep. So that's something to look for. And then something new, I guess, um, I, I found this on Facebook. Um, apparently, so now... There, we had no apple blossom this year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not the parade. Right. They tried to do oh, everything else. Oh, that's right. They did it. We know, did like an abbreviated. Yes. They try to do the all the things that you pay for. Okay. I'm not. I'm not bitter. Okay. But, you know, the <laughs> things that I like that I don't pay for, uh-huh. the fireworks and the parades. They Those were gone. Yeah. Okay. So this is um, the inaugural Shenandoah Apple Blossom Festival barbecue and brews. So okay. I don't know if they're trying to. They have a new event. Um, so yeah, the um, this is this coming Saturday, September fourth, at the Frederick County Fairgrounds. So it's going to be like local barbecue, food trucks, live music, tailgating games, and then like craft beer and bourbon tasting. Um, you huh. can buy tickets. That's what I was. It, Tickets are available at thebloom.com. So I'm like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's clearly affiliated thing. with the Apple Blossom okay. Festival. Um, They're expanding their brand. Maybe. Yeah, apparently now we need Move we need a fall. festival in the fall too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's this Saturday. So hopefully there'll be some nice weather because that sounds like fun. I, mean, I would like that. to go out. And you know, do... I've heard that we're going to be in the 70s. Yeah. It's going to cool off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we're going to be getting the, the rain and the weather coming through and sure. then it's going to clear up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got another one for you. Okay. So yeah. you, you hear a lot of people that are affiliated with the church I go to, Fellowship yes. Bible Church. Uh-huh. This coming Saturday, they're doing an outdoor water day. Just what kind of the, an end of the summer. Uh-huh. There's going to be three different bounce house water slides oh. in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. There is going to be relays. Uh-huh. There's going to be some carnival food there. There's going to be kettle corn, funnel cakes, oh, shaved awesome. ice. And just a fun outdoor water day Love on it. Saturday from twelve to three. Okay. In the parking lot of Fellowship Bible Church. Oh, Anybody who wants to come, yeah. it's there. So that that'll be so fun. I would, fully free. Yes. Now the food the the, the vendors are going to charge. For the okay. Food, but yeah. just to show up, come hang out. Oh, that's awesome. Get a little bit of wet. You mm-hmm. know, bring that's, some clothes, bring some towels. That's down Middle Road, right? On Fellowship? Middle Road, yeah, thirty two okay. seventeen Middle Road. Okay. And uh, Saturday, you, you've been there a couple times. I, I am there. <laughs> You will find me there. Awesome. On okay. Saturday. That sounds so, fun. That is the local event update. Nice. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope that you learned something from today's episode and really look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Absolutely. Until next time, think iconic. See ya.